But my New Year's resolution for this year was to, uh, instead of trying to like do a weight loss program or self improvement or anything like that, I decided to uh, try and listen to as much like new to me music as I possibly could. And I, I've done a pretty good job of that so far. So I'm excited to see what my Spotify wrapped is going to look like this year. I hope for another 500,000 minutes of last podcast on the left, personally. Maybe you broke that record. Who knows? I hope so. I usually listen to it when I sleep now, too, to boost up my numbers. This is... Uh, Got to get those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, this is the only podcast I listen to, ironically enough. And is I go it, back... You listen to it now? I love that. I go back... And listen to it, especially if it's a good episode, which hopefully this is one of those, but we'll see how it rolls. Um, but I, I enjoy like, like our gas station conversation. I'll like go back and I'll just listen to that little, like, like that part of that segment because it was really funny. Uh, it was really, um, yeah, it was your, a lot, of, it was really your, funny. Your gas station story about uh, Tony Columbus and then my gas station story about, some QA on motherfucker talking about gas not smelling you the met, same. He was Q. You met Q. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I met Q everyone. Um, so, yeah. The Spotify will be interesting. Another news, though. Um, we'll, you know, we'll probably get a rap for the podcast. Probably, yeah. I think we got sure. one last year, but we had just started, so it wasn't very much. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll have something. Um, in other news, I, uh, I found out what it feels like to get ghosted by your own, uh, insurance agent this weekend. <laughs> Jake, Jake from State Farm. Jake from Please State Farm me. is, is ghosting me. He's, uh, he's MIA. He said that he was going to give me some quotes, uh, Friday night. and That never happened. So he didn't even open the chat after that, did he? Uh, no. And I had asked him, he had offered to send them to me like two nights before that. And then I was like, yeah, sure. Send them my way. And he never said anything. And then I <laughs> said, and then I said, Hey, shoot me some numbers, man. And he's like, Oh yeah, totally. I got to log on by 3 PM. And I'm like, by 3 PM. What do you mean? It's like what, what you time mean? you're going to work? Is that three? Three three p.m. Is that it's what time you're really logging funny. on to get on to work? I don't know. I'm not going to name any names here, but his name rhymes with smosh, posh, tosh, gosh, without the point o. Um, point so yeah. negative one. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Um, fuck Liberty Mutual and. Uh, <laughs> You know, fuck uh, anyone. All me and my homies hate Liberty Mutual. And, you know, and, and fuck whoever tries to sell that fucking bullshit. No, yeah. really. No, really. So, so, what it, so what it comes down to is I'm just a piece of shit. And I didn't pay my insurance bill, guys. They they cancel you. They, they will cancel you if you don't pay it. It's part of life. So They just take mine out of my paycheck. So, so now like I never I've, had uh, it. Yeah, see, I turned that off. I was like, I can't. 
I can't handle the the stress of this because <laughs> uh, it it always come it never comes out at a good time. It just see never mine does. like I just get paid like less like whatever it is they take a little bit of that out of every paycheck so it's like it's like I don't know like ten bucks or five bucks or whatever per paycheck or something like that. Oh, uh, maybe I need I to never set even that up because I. Dropping ninety eight bucks in the middle of the month—it's not a vibe. Yeah, it's always the middle of the month. It's always like Wednesday before payday. Yeah, cool. Yeah. My account's yeah. negative one hundred twelve dollars. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirty six dollar fee for every transaction that goes over that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, my, my account was also negative this week. Gang, gang. I managed to not go negative between paychecks. That was an accomplishment. Hell yeah, that's on personal growth. But, uh, so no, instead of paying for daycare this week, we bought a Christmas tree. Just kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We can't eat dinner on Wednesday or Thursday, but we're festive. (laughs) No, so top priorities this weekend were the grocery store and a new Christmas tree. Oh, I have a fucking story about the goddamn motherfucking grocery store. Mm, which you know one? me. Which one? You know me. I don't think you've heard this one yet. I do my pickups, my Walmart pickups. Don't like going to the grocery store. Hate people. Mm-hmm. You know, COVID was really nice for me. I just go sit in my little truck and listen to my little music, and someone puts it in the back, and I drive home and unload it. Right. I tried to do a fucking pickup on Black Friday. It took me three hours. I was no. there for three. Three fucking hours. Normally, like, 45 minutes max. But all their spots are full when I get there, right? So I'm pissed. I tried literally everything. I parked way down away where I could see the spots. And as soon as someone pulled out, I tried to shoot in there. Always always got beat out every single time. I drove around for literally, this is not an exaggeration, a full hour. And I drove around in circles in the goddamn Walmart parking lot. For an hour trying to find one of these spots. And after that hour, some lady was just sitting in the middle of the driveway, placed the little middle aisle where you drive, waiting for one of those spots. I couldn't get around her because she was in the middle. There was somebody uh, trying to back out beside her. They couldn't back out because she's sitting right there. So I may or may not have lost my cool and channeled my father, sort of hitting my horn. And she stuck her hand out the window and like waved me to go around her. So I stuck my head out the window and I said, I can't go around you. You're in the middle. And she said, I'm waiting. I said, ma'am, look to your left. Do you see those reverse lights right there? Someone else is trying to get out. You're in the way. You need to move. She said, I've been waiting for a half hour. And I, I'm yelling all this, but I'm like, ma'am, I've been here for an hour and a half. I simply do not give a fuck. Get the fuck out of the way. And while we were yelling at each other, one of those spots opened up, and she just took it. Nice. And then I had to wait for another hour before I got mine. Man, it was horrible. Tis the season to be a Tis piece of season. shit. Just sitting in the middle of the the, the driveway of the parking lot. Like, ah, no. I'm important enough to wait. So I had the luxurious privilege and honor to work on Friday after Thanksgiving. Which, at the weed farm, is not a big deal. I did too. I was pissed about it. There was no, uh, yeah, just being there was pain enough. So, but uh, what was funny was on my way in, I passed Hanger Outlet Mall uh, every day to and fro. 
And uh, the... I thought that was a prison when it was being built because of the towers <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> they patrol it like it's one, I'll tell yeah. you that. They have um, like big guard tower-esque buildings yeah, on the front yeah. two quarters. That's how you know yeah. something special is over there. <laughs> you know, whether it's holding incels or holding uh, retarded, capitalistic, mind brainwashed fart fucks then uh you know it, what's the difference you're we're all prisoners. Are there restaurants there How we're all prisoners of, we're all prisoners of something we're either prisoners of capitalism or prisoners to capitalism just it's depends funny. if you have the freedom to go around and spend said money or if you get to sit in a jail cell and watch it all happen before your eyes but uh regardless of that there was about 150 cars backed up past 71 waiting to get oh, to the turning lane yeah. to go to Tanger Outlet Mall and I'm like no I'll so go I, buy I, some Yeezys I, that are 20% off yeah I, I passed I passed it with a big fucking grin on my face and ironically enough when I was coming home which I actually did so me being in the position that I'm in I was able to kind of make the call slash give my manager the heads up like hey if it's cool with you i would like to get us out of here like an hour early today just because it's a bullshit day it's the day after thanksgiving people's motivation is about negative 17 including myself um so we'd like to get out here by like 2 30 if that's cool with you and he's like totally man hope you had a good thanksgiving i'm like yeah man totally so um on my way home which was like i said kind of early earlier than what i usually am driving by which is usually around like i don't know closer to five this was closer to three probably like a quarter till three um <laughs> the the line to get out was as bad as the line to get in this morning so it was a uh, that's fucking hilarious. It was a fucking shit show right in that seventy one corridor, trying to get get back to Delaware. So yeah, it was. Uh, I was under the impression that retail was dead, that no one <laughs> gave a shit about <laughs> that anymore, that uh, <laughs> people just ordered everything on Amazon now or Walmart. Black Friday like is so fucked up from what it used to be. Like, would I remember it as, like, a child? Like, they have, like, sales going on literally at, like, 8 o'clock p.m. on Thursday now. Uh, they started that whole Thanksgiving shit year. I remember there was one Thanksgiving where we thought it was just such a novelty that Walmart was going to do a Thanksgiving kickoff sale, like, at, like, starting at, like, 6 or 7 p.m. Thanksgiving Day. It was, like, the pre-Black Friday sale. And we yeah. were, like... Oh my god, this is the first time this has ever happened That's in the his, in the history of anything. I think we need to get over there and go check stand in line and check out some deals over in the electronic section. So we did. We did that one year. <laughs> we did that one year. And uh, I don't recommend it. People literally, maybe it's just me, maybe I'm the asshole, but I don't, people still do not know how to act in public. No. After being locked so up. Here, like, here's how that whole situation went down. So you walked in to the Walmart and you weren't allowed to just shop at Walmart. You had to get in a line 
Now, depending on where you were trying to go, they you could escort, you could get escorted throughout the store to a specific area because what they did Yeah. is they lined up all these pallets down And the middle some of the stuff aisles wasn't on sale yet, so it was and still wrapped up. and and they were all wrapped. And then like once the the timer hit 7, employees would come down the aisle and cut open the pallets and then people were like fist fighting to get shit off the fucking pallet because it was like five bucks that day um Crazy, crazy, and you know bro. and it was all a bunch of fucking chinese produced plastic at the end of the day that's what we're fighting over people like this you Have can't you make seen the video can't make this shit up from like the 90s? It was like a lady on like the news and she's like got the last cabbage pack doll and oh some my dude god just like runs up and snatches it out of her hand and just takes yeah off. yeah It's so funny. technically it's not stealing she didn't pay for it yet Yeah, exactly. That's bonkers. And, uh, you know, the whole, the whole, like, lining up in front of department stores and malls and everything, like, I guess Tanger was probably, you know, I, I'm assuming was pretty busy. Uh, Polaris was probably pretty busy. Easton was probably pretty busy. Um, but I thought the days of, like, waiting outside the sliding doors and then, like, stampeding the front door were That's kind of what over. I had a moment like that when Modern Warfare 2 dropped because uh then the night that Modern Warfare 2 released I happened to go to like that side of town to get lunch. I n I never ever go over there but my McDonald's was closed. So I went to that one right over there by the GameStop and there were people out there lined up for the midnight release. And like that was so wild to me cuz like we used to go do that when we were kids like 13 14 15. Yeah, And my mom I used dropped to work. us off I used and we'd to work go. those launches. They were fun. But We we used to make yeah, a it was a an event, you know. you know, like tournaments and pizza and shit. Yeah, but now I just buy all my games digitally. <laughs> like Yeah, I don't well, want a disc. I'm same. If if I if I can't stream it, I'm buying it digitally, and I'm waiting several months unless I have to have it day one, uh, so I I can have get it for not cheaper. got up to put a game in my Xbox in probably four years at this point I or own. more. I own one PS4 game on disc. You want to know what game Just it is? keep that baby in there. If you only have one of them, I do. I do. Exactly. You know What what is game it? it is? is God of War? No. That's Uh, what? Fallout. Oh, Fallout. Fallout Fallout. 4. Yeah. My next guess was going to be the other game that you like. The space game. I can't think. No Man's Sky. That was my guess. No, I have That that was digitally. my second guess. Yeah. I sold my hard copies of everything years ago. Um, Yeah. I have and a couple, then, like... I have a metal Halo 2 case and a metal Battlefield 1 case or a couple of things I still have, like, disc-wise. and you know, even with two terabytes of storage, because I have the one internal and I have one external, uh, even with the two terabytes, like, I have to rotate games on the hard drive. De definitely. Because, like, all the fun games are, like, 200 megabytes, 250 megabytes or more at this point. Talking gigabytes, That's, like... but yeah. Well, uh, okay, speaking of... the disc and the download in the game apparently the modern warfare disc only carried like 70 megabytes of data you had to download the other 175 or whatever it was You keep saying megabytes, it was but I think you mean gigabytes. is it is it gigabytes i don't know i don't It's know it's definitely yeah gigabytes, yeah. no i think it was 70 megabytes for that disc though 
and you had to download the rest of the gigabytes. Like that was like a real hot button thing that people were mad about because the disc carried so little actual data. They still had to do like the two hour download. Like they had like just yeah. like they bought it bought it digitally digitally. So back in 2013, which sounds like it was 10 years ago, but that's because it pretty much was. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a uh, it was a big deal when GTA three or GTA five dropped on the three sixty and it was a two disc package. One disc was to run the game, but the second disc was your install disc. And that second disc carried with it an eight gig download. Which Yeah, yeah I remember and, that. And back in those days just 10 measly years ago, 8 gigs on a 360 was like, what? 8 what? gigs? What? And now it's now it's like 8 gigs. I have okay, a 200 take a pee and that'll be done. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you know, I have I mean, just yeah, I have games installed. Back in my that. day, you didn't have to download a day one update. Yeah. Do you remember uh, that? Wasn't that wild? How you could just mm-hmm. put a game in and it worked? It's become an industry standard, uh. But games have, uh, mean, you know, literally have become extremely more complex. So, can you imagine trying to run Warzone on an Xbox 360? It would just explode. It would just literally catch on fire. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, I was looking at our okay, not to abruptly change gears like this. I was looking at our stats. We're like all over the world right now. Hell yeah, baby. Yeah, we got like just this month, we got someone from the United Arab Emirates, Canada, India, Luxembourg. Crazy, crazy. We actually have a couple of listeners from Russia, which I thought was hilarious because we shit on <laughs> Russia. A lot. We talk so much shit about <laughs> we have Russia. like five Russian li- listeners. Fuck Russia. Not which is hilarious. Not its, not its sane citizens who are no, desperately, no. <laughs> you know. Like, being tortured under the regime <laughs> of Putin, but if you're like a boomer Russian and you like are preaching USSR and sucking Putin's dick, go fucking kill yourself. Um, uh, Austria, Dominican Republic, and Georgia in the last three months. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. We are it's, an international podcast. It's so weird. So weird to Isn't think it? about that people in different countries actually try and listen to our banter and make sense of it and probably just thinking to themselves these stupid fat americans speaking of that privilege little the couches uh, when i posted a tiktok the other day of us for the first time in like a year we got a pretty good spike in plays and starts really fun it was this is kind of embarrassing but we got like it was like 15 people it was like that were just start to not play. So like 15 people started the podcast and immediately said, oh, no, thank you. And turned it off. And I thought that was really... I've definitely done that though, doing research. Like, I am so picky about people's voices that I listen to. Unfortunately, it could just be... They could just be like, no, oh, this, this no. intro music is... No, never. Hot never that. <laughs> it's the best intro out there. That's funny. I've been thinking well, about making us a new one, but I haven't got around to it. Well, actually, write you your own, and it's funny. That's how we can just do no intro. Um, um, well, anyways, you... um, well, you know, let's, I guess we'll. I like... think I want to. 
Oh, intro. We we yeah. Okay. Yeah, we should we'll we like, should yeah. yeah. I guess we'll do a podcast yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Unwise Analysis. Tyler and Nick here after one of our hiatuses. Hiatus I. We hiatuses. do that. Hiatuses. We do that from time to time. We uh, you know, we're people. We have to take breaks. Life is hard. Two kids, no money, working all the time. Brandon does not make the world. That's okay. so funny. That is so fucking funny. No, it was funny though because I felt really bad the one the first time, and I was like, "Yeah, can we just like not?" And you're like, "Yeah, that's cool." And the second time, I was like, "I really don't want to record again. I had such a bad day." And you're like, "Can we just not?" And I'm like, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you and I kind of swapped places. That's okay. It happens, man. Um, Wasn't it about this know, time we did our first one too? In the beginning yeah, of November. Yeah, I mean the holidays are you know expect really poor output for the next two months, guys. I mean, seasonal depression. Um, between seasonal depression, um, us celebrating capitalism's birthday. I mean Jesus's birthday. I mean what? That's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christmas and New Year's and all that. Um, yeah, the output's going to be a little scattered. Christmas is admittedly on a Sunday this year. We're probably not going to record on Christmas Eve, obviously. Um, yeah, because we'll be up early on Christmas. Oh, uh, I'll be dead Christmas Eve, man. I won't have... You'll be, so you'll, you'll be doing stuff. a bunch of stuff all Christmas Eve, won't you? Yeah. Not me. You come to me or you don't see me. I have babies, sorry. But uh, be... no, we... we, we pack those kids in the car and torture them that's just the way we that's are that's so funny um and then uh so i mean you, you've probably got how many i got calendar how many saturdays till christmas so i mean we could i logically get three more episodes out um before Should we christmas. try to do a guest before christmas i'm thinking about it i've got uh i've still got my co-worker chris cree who uh is a beekeeper that I would really love to go ahead and host on the show. Um, him and I have, I, you know, been joking about him coming on for a couple months now, and it would be good to actually get him on. He's a really funny guy. Uh, he's really smart. He knows everything. He Anything you could possibly want to know about bees, he probably has got something to say. What does he know about Africanized honeybees? I've I've seen my fair share of Animal Planet clips. Okay, <laughs> uh, you know you can challenge him on that. Um, so the twenty fourth, obviously, will be out. Um, the thirty first will probably be out, uh, just because that's back to back holidays. So, you know, we've we've got tonight and then three more solid weeks of. Uh, airing that we can do and then we won't be back till potentially the 7th of january assuming assuming no one has contracted uh the bluebonic plague or the world has not been destroyed by nuclear bombs so i'll be, I'll be honest with you i'm trying to get my my nuts clip that week that first week of the year mm. for gonna my birthday and... it's my birthday gift you're gonna go unlimited and... <laughs> i should i should say <laughs> Go ahead and just do a no nut forever, huh? No condom forever, or whatever Black Panther said. Well, um, it's probably not a bad idea. Are you guys sure? Oh, you I'm wanna... good. I'm good. You guys, you guys don't want anymore. 
two is good enough. It's pretty. Listen, the way I see it is if I want another kid and I can financially support another kid, I will just simply adopt a kid. Yeah, there's plenty of them. Illegally on the black market. Probably from China. It's a good position to have. Yeah. Yeah. Little sleeper cell. Little sleeper agent. Should adopt a Ukrainian kid. How funny would that be? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I've talked about you on my podcast quite a bit. I'm a bit of an expert. That's hilarious. I know your your school just got bombed, but uh, if you want to come see how the other side lives, uh, we'll pay like five bucks for you to get here. (laughs) Poor Ukrainian kids. I do feel bad about it. I don't want to talk about it. Anyways. um, It's not not good. It's not a good subject. So, I want to talk about this, unless you have something, onwards and to infinity and beyond, as the homosexuals say. I I haven't I haven't seen Lightyear. I don't know what all what all the hubbub's about. Oh my god! I, <laughs> just people, know there's some I, you stuff. know, I I think I I think I've touched on this once before, but quite literally, the the whole lesbian thing lasted like an entire like five minutes of the whole movie. Do you think lesbians are more socially accepted than like gay men? Or do you think it, do you think they're equal? Yeah, let's kick them. Well, we are not the two. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're not the two guys to be talking to the to, yeah two okay. straight white well, men. Let's uh, talk about. <laughs> well, if you if you want a uh, quick personal opinion, I think the optics on it are a little skewed because of uh put, you know the potential for um you know male male f- fantasies right seeing. Two women making out is a hell of a lot <laughs> more appealing than t- unless you're bi. If you're a, if you're a straight dude though, and you see two fine ass women making out, yeah, you're probably okay with that. That's just how it works. Um, but I don't from the little about the little amount of vetting I've done on you know the female mindset, I don't think of I don't think it's a huge turn on for you know two Tom Brady's to be making out with one of them. <laughs> I, I, I think I, it's, Tom, I just, I just Tom think Brady feels about that. It's just male perversion. I'm sorry. We, All I'm saying is Tom Brady kisses men on the lips. So he's yeah. probably for it. And when they give your dad an open when mouth kiss. <laughs> when they're, when they're little, little kids and babies and they're like first learning how to like kiss, that's usually the easiest thing for them to do. But by the time they're five, if they're still kissing you on the lips and you haven't course corrected that, you've got a fucking problem. <laughs> Just saying. You're not Italian. Stop trying to be Italian. That is looks, so funny. It looks fucking weird. Quit it. All right. Now, what do you want to discuss? Uh, this, do you know anything about this Club Q shooting? Uh, I know it happens. That's about it. <laughs> Uh, it's so it's this it's a club in Colorado Springs. It's a gay club, I assume. Maybe not. Maybe I shouldn't assume things. Well, there was a drag show going on. It, right? it was it was a gay like. I mean, some club. like not yeah. like gay clubs. I don't, I don't know. It was, irrelevant, I guess. Yeah, it was. It's not irrelevant because it was a hate crime, but it was, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um. Anyways, from what I heard, that was drag gay. show going on, and you know. Little around like right around midnight, they're and the vibe was good. Everyone's partying, and then some incel walks in and starts shooting. Right, he uh, killed five people, but there happened to be this this army vet 
Richard Fierro, who's an officer in the army, combat tours Iraq and Afghanistan, fifteen year fifteen years in service, got out in twenty thirteen, right? He says that he just went in. He's like he's like, I don't know what I did. I just went into combat mode and disabled the threat is what he said. But people like bystanders said that he walked up behind the shooter and grabbed him by his plate carrier, his vest or whatever you want to call it, his tactical vest and fucking just slung his ass to the ground. And the dude lost he had an AR and a pistol. The AR flew out of his hands. Uh, Mr. Fierro went to go grab the AR, but he noticed the assailant had a pistol. So he grabbed his pistol disarmed him a second time and started just beating his fucking face in and his head in with his own handgun. Hilarious. Then one of the, the drag show participants, I don't know if drag queens is like a, a slur. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, think it, I don't think it is. But, no. but anyways, one of the drag queens started just stomping this dude's face in with her heels. Uh, I don't have his mugshot right here, but I've seen it. Motherfucker is bruised up. He has a huge gash in the back of his head, obviously from the handgun. His face is all bruised up, and you can see like fucking high heel marks all over his face. Fucking amazing work. I I love that. They didn't beat the dude up enough, honestly. But yeah, like, the fact that he is as fucked up as he is is great. Um, and then the story somehow kind of gets oh, worse. He looks like an incel, doesn't he? Like. Oh, damn. He's a they fat did. incel. Yeah, he beat the he fuck, fuck out of him, didn't they? Fucking, <laughs> fucking neck beard, <laughs> Alabama looking, uh, crooked nose, fat boy. He they beat the brakes off that boy, and I, like I said, I don't think they beat him enough. But he looks it gets a little unconscious in this uh, chair. You, do you see the big, like bloody tuft of hair on the side of his head? Hilarious. Yeah. You know that's from his own handgun beating the shit out of this dude. The so fact that awesome. he wasn't killed kind of makes me happy because now there's Yeah, it's like a, you know, a chance for yeah, real justice. Totally. Yeah, they could have they could have hurt him a little more, but yeah. But uh um, oh, trust me, you can put the human body through some crazy shit before it gives up. So yeah. I want to see video of this. Cause like um fear is like a big big guy i think he has like a, a man bun maybe he's like an older gentleman gray beard graying hair watching him just pistol whipping him and then watching the drag queen the drag queen walk up and start just curb stomping the dude is there a video of that? i would love it hasn't been released i'm sure there is i would hope there is you know like security footage but it hasn't been released um so the gunman is 22 years old local resident i don't, I don't want to say his name uh, but they, he's like a, con, a conservative, but he identifies as non-binary and uses they, them pronouns. Uh, oh, apparently he just, claimed he's non-binary. Yeah. I just said that. Uh, oh, my bad. I was reading. When, that's really I'm, funny. I'm a bad co-host guys. Don't that's, me. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the dude dudes had his name change or we shouldn't, we shouldn't misgender him they've had their name changed uh legally apparently they had some issues with like an apparent bomb threat that they also called in but no child's report no charges were filed and then it gets a little worse like this isn't worse necessarily than the act itself but it is a disgusting little fact where like 
they someone interviewed his father this shooter's father and they like the dude's first his like literally was like uh your son was arrested at club q last night and then like and the dad goes that's a gay bar why was he at a gay bar he's not gay is he and they go no but he was he was like accused of she went in there and shot people he does a mass like a mass shooting and he goes well we're just not okay with with the gays around here like we don't we don't we're old fashioned and as long as he's not gay that's that's what i'm worried about literally that's what? like the whole interview he the, the dad does not even it's like not clicking he's like whatever that he shot those people as long as he was gay i don't he was more bad about him being in a gay bar than the fact that he well, the he killed five doing people. shooting up a gay bar if anything he should be shooting up a straight bar, straight bar. <laughs> that's about how he sounded too it was fucking wild it was like such a he looked kind of like if jim Leahy from trailer park boys fell down the stairs like mm-hmm. that's kind of what the dad looked like the vibe he gave off like yeah he was yeah it was it's it's horrible but there is this the silver lining that 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 man was there to just like that that one unarmed man and that drag queen did more in three minutes than the 375 officers did in Duvalde in over an hour you know what like that's a tough subject (laughs) I saw a tweet that said based on Republican logic there should be an army vet and a drag queen placed in every school in America after this incident (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah but yeah uh, it's, it's pretty it was it's horrible but it is very it's very nice very cool that they beat the shit out of him i love that it so cracks me up how every news outlet and every republican in office was you know predicting the red wave or the red tsunami and it just never came i mean they they gained the red like, red they, puddle the red teardrop um I mean, they gained the you know enough seats in the House to take that over, but the Senate is still gridlocked. So I mean, that's nothing is going to happen. Nothing. Uh, I saw every, every hot button topic and bill that anyone wants to try and get passed in the next few years just simply nope. isn't going. That's just mm. the way it is, folks. That's how government works. After they midterms, do. unless the sitting president's uh you know party is still in control. Whether the House has control or the Senate has control, if if Democrats have Senate and Republicans have House, nothing's getting done because that's they just—it's too—they're they, going to be they, petty. Yeah, there, there's checks and balances there, and whatever the Democrats vote for, the Republicans aren't going to vote for, vice versa, and basically, don't expect any legislation for the next two years. I saw. Someone, some some podcast bro on TikTok. I didn't see who it was. I didn't remember their name. But they were saying that the reason the red wave didn't happen is because so many Republicans died during COVID. Like a lot of these places that shifted blue were a close call before the race. And you had Mm -hmm. like thousands of people die, mostly right-leaning people because of the refusal to get the vaccination and all that. Mm. And then that's why some of these counties are now too close where they're flipping or even shifting completely blue just because it was already a close race and then you lost thousands of people over the last two years and now it's you actually have a lot of moderate democrats out there that if you believe it or not go 
and and not to make it sound you know sexual go both ways um, definitely because i think i mean uh, you should because because of and what it really comes down to is policy so those moderate democrats those are middle class citizens who work for a living pay their taxes much like us um but are persuaded by middle of the road governance and that you're telling era... me that there's nuance that it's not one or the other yeah exactly stop it stop so it now. quit it um so <laughs> you can't say things like you that you can't speak logic here that's illegal i'm woke um so yeah if you have but what you have now is you have two extremist parties there's no moderates well there i'm not gonna say there's no moderates but there's moderates are becoming a minority everything has to be like it's like like the democratic party is like socialism or nothing and then the republicans are like big government or nothing it's like they've swapped roles it's really weird yeah so they do you know that. the democrats used to be like you know big government heavy involvement in people's lives which they are on a social level for you know, for welfare and, uh, you know, social equity, but the, the Republicans just want to control people's lives now. Like, they've gotten so out of touch. They used to with... be the stay out of my bedroom party. Yeah. And now they're about and to now... bring gay marriage back up for, like... Yeah. And now they want to tell you what to do with your bodily, ana- you know, autonomy. They want to tell you who you can sleep with, who you can marry. They want to tell you what time you're allowed to go um i'm i'm not for any of it in fact i'm i'm pretty much at the phase where i want to see dc burn to the ground and start over um make it a swamp again um also though like we have if this the gay marriage that might be coming back up um that's going to take away the sodomy protection i'm just saying they're going to tell you you can't butt fuck i thought i thought that they already codified marriage that i don't know i don't think so maybe and maybe they did do that i think the senate already passed did did, did they did they try did they pass i don't know i don't know it's just crazy to me that that's it used to be like you know like small government leave me alone almost more libertarian the the republican party has definitely shifted from more libertarian leaning to more authoritarian more authoritative I would say fascist, but you know, it be what it be. So, Senate clears key procedural step in bill to protect same-sex marriage that was on a cleared hurdle towards historic passage of bipartisan bill to protect same-sex interracial marriage. So, kind of two birds, one. Yeah. Because um, the Supreme Court has already proven that they're trying to turn back the clock, not push it forward. Um. Wednesday's successful test vote signals the bill is on a glide path to succeed. A remarkable turn of events given on how continuous the issue of same-sex marriage was just a few weeks ago. While the bill would not set a national requirement that all states must legalize same-sex marriage, it would require individual states to recognize other states' legal marriage. So in the event, the Supreme Court might overturn the 2015 decision that legalized same-sex marriage a state could still pass a law to ban same-sex marriage i don't like part of me likes like you know states rights to an extent 
but like for a lot of people it's not really feasible possible to just move states like me and you we could not decide to move states in the next two weeks in the no. next two months you no. know what i mean like it would have to be something like really life-altering though for us to probably right but i mean like let's let's just say something like that is passed that directly affects us like let's say ohio passes a you only have one child law you have to give up your other child for example like it starts december 1st could you or i move before december 1st you you know like you know what i'm saying like not but like i'm sure like we both could in like in the long term but like so like i don't know if your state fucks you, you not everyone has a chance to leave that state and go somewhere else. This is true. Um, but I mean, it's Ohio. <laughs> I have a love, a love hate relationship here, but, um, you know, I, it's complicated because in some instances it's like, well, thank God the states have their own constitutions and their own rights that, and their own laws, because I, I wouldn't have a, job and what i do right now if we were still just basing you know governance purely off of the federal law um, yeah i'm technically a felon on but my yeah. state tells me what i'm doing is legal i'm it's okay i'm told that i'm badged and employed by the state so i am legally allowed to carry out the job and uh, everything that I do for a living, the federal government does whatsoever. And personally, I, I get that I work for a legitimate business and they don't make any sales tax off of anything right now. They still are getting my income tax. And I think that's kind of horseshit. That it's, yeah. If, if anything, I'd like to see my income tax going to my state and being used, one, being tech, taxed way less for a state income tax and then B, that money benefiting my state versus the federal government. So, Is that on purpose? What's that? You said one and then B. Oh. Like you point one and then point B instead of one and two or one, A and B. It was and one and B. <laughs> and yeah. B. Yeah. It works out that way sometimes. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I was laughing at. This is an algebra class. We use letters and numbers. <laughs> it's really funny. No, yeah, that is pretty fucked up. Well, we've definitely talked about the gray area of legal illegal weed we have now, where like yeah. you, you literally like you work at a weed farm, and there are still guys in Ohio who are doing ten plus years for having weed, just there possession of be. marijuana. There shouldn't, shouldn't be. be. That get fixed. I don't. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm. Well, uneducated. If there is, it shouldn't be for much longer. Um, right, but okay, but they're but I'm, that's good. But like in other places, ser- that's if, not necessarily. Well, the case. I'm saying like, if they're serving a non-violent federal term, they've already been pardoned. If they're serving a non-federal offense, if they're serving, you know, a state offense or whatever, a state level offense, I personally like a possessions like a possession charge. Anyone with a possession charge should already just be letting go like sorry it's not Here, worth it here's your here's your life back here's but, a little bit of money 
No money but, is enough money. But here's the other thing, man. I mean, Ohio decriminalized quite some time ago. It was like, yeah, it was a couple years ago, wasn't it? Like, well, I no, that was when. when did Ohio decriminalize <laughs> the weed? E C nineteen seventy five. So cannabis in Ohio is legal for medicinal use and illegal for recreational use. Since 1975, possession of up to 100 grams has been decriminalized with several of the state's major cities having enacted further reforms. So, I mean, for a very long time, you've been able to carry a a pretty decent amount of weed without being fucked in the booty hole in Ohio. I guess you have that going for you. So there really shouldn't there really shouldn't be anyone in Ohio unless they were trafficking like a metric fuck ton of weed and other drugs, you know. A metric. A hundred grams isn't ton. actually a lot. I mean, that's less than a pastel. I feel like a pound is a lot. It's four hundred and fifty four grams. I mean, yeah. So. I saw a pound one time. I was like, "How much is that?" And he said, "Uh, probably like a pound." I said. That's crazy. Wasn't that a really good story? <laughs> well, I feel like hundreds. your your uh, data is now skewed. Yeah, well, everything I see is not for the betterment of people's lives. No, no, it's patience. So, medicine. this is medicine. This isn't for my own benefit of getting high. Um, no, I, I don't. Yeah, I I definitely believe in the uh, medicinal value. Best believe that there are plenty of people out there just getting their medical cards so they can smoke weed legally. That's just what it comes down to. Curious cancer, um, bro. Don't you know? Yeah, that yeah, helps with a lot of things. You just haven't. I. It's not that weed makes you paranoid. You just haven't tried the right strain, bro. <laughs> How many times have you heard that, <laughs> Josh? How many times? Have... <laughs> <laughs> bitch ass motherfucker every time he gets high he's like oh my god I'm dying figure him out he, I want to microdose him on some psilocybin sometime watch him trip on sure he I would never ever like dose somebody without their consent because that's fucking crazy well no but, I obviously would get his consent but I'm no saying- no no but yeah I just had to clarify that before I said I think he would be somebody who would be funny to dose with the psychedelic and not tell him <laughs> <laughs> like I would never do that. I would but never I think do that. He that specifically, be... with him, you, that would be pretty funny. You would be a pretty good one. <laughs> if uh... I was someone who did that, yeah, that'd be really funny. What do you think about these time travelers? Mm. The idea of a time traveler existing. Well, in general, from everything that I know, from from what I've heard, from Stephen Hawking and all these other really smart people who spent their entire lives studying quantum mechanics. It sounds like horseshit, but horseshit. I kind of believe time is not linear. Does that if I don't know? I don't really. I've never thought about how that affects time travel specifically, but I feel like well, if time travel has been discovered and the people were any good at it, we would not know. So one thing that we do know for a fact exists is time dilation, which is the process of 
if you as an individual were to travel at the speed of light from Earth to the sun and then back again, time has more or less, since you are traveling at the speed of light, you are traveling at a at speed, the speed of time at, at the speed of time and for you what's only you know mere seconds and minutes can be like four years here on earth that's time dilation in a nutshell is i read uh, a writing prompt about time, people being sent to a time a planet that experiences time dilation without knowing like they were sent on this expedition and then they find out when they get there that like seven, an hour here is seven years on Earth or some crazy shit like that. So I that's think, really interesting. I think traveling. I think, I think the only thing you can, and the movie, and I only reference this movie so much because of how spot on it was. And that's Back to the Future Three, Interstellar, <laughs> <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. So. <laughs> Interstellar. What is that? Was that the one where he gets trapped on Mars? That's a different movie, isn't it? That's Matt Damon. Okay, That's never Matt mind. Matt Damon. That's called Martian. That's another good movie. <laughs> um, but and that one and Martian with Matt Damon's more of like a it's a survival fun, movie. It's like a fun movie though. It's not a science. Like, yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's not based in an actual scientific. It's based off a book, for God's sakes. But anyways, so, like, if the center of our solar system, instead of being the sun, was a supermassive black hole, and that's what we were orbiting, it's a black hole, the closer you get to that black hole, time warps and bends and relativity starts getting all hoo high and what would only be a couple hours on a planet near its you know threshold could be like equivalent to what like i said what's like an hour there is like seven years on. right um, um okay i'm so sorry i have to get this thought out have you ever seen the Tim and Eric show, the bit about space? Like, no, where it's like, no. no, okay, I'll have to send you the clip, but you're talking about black holes and time dilation and you're moving your hands and you have the space background behind you. And anyone who has seen the clip I'm speaking of right now will know what I'm talking about. I'm going to send it to you right now, but you cannot watch it until after we're done recording. Right. Please, please go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're good. So I think traveling. I think it's possible for us to experience if we were ever advanced enough to experience time dilation where, you know, we, we experienced, you know, a much shorter passage of time while somewhere, uh, you know, back on earth, people experienced a very normal long duration of time and you come back to it. And now you've technically, have time, time, time you have time traveled. traveled into the future but now you're you know you're the same age when you left and everyone else has aged however many years because of that dilation so you have an 
you know, ascends, traveled forward in time, but there's no way known. You don't really perceive it that way as like the individual. Yeah. But you don't really, we don't really have any known way of making it go backwards. To reverse it. So like, I feel like that, I feel like that makes more sense in the time is not linear theory because I feel like time travel in pop culture always requires time to be linear and like all the big instances that I can think of time is a straight line and you jump from point to point on that line and that's what time travel is yeah correct like correct I don't know the only other thing you could do is go Hollywood style and you're you know let's say you're on a straight line of time this is your path of time and you decide to time travel back to a different year you create a branch in your timeline and you go back in time to a different branch of time you're going to a branch of where it is that year and that timeline but while it might look similar and sound similar and seem similar to your timeline, it's now technically a new timeline because you're there and you weren't there originally. So like more like multiverse. Yes. More like where like anytime stream, anything stream theory. Is, yeah. <laughs> or it's changes yes. new timelines. Yeah. Very confusing stuff. Yeah. And it's funny because it's all like it's like some of it is like based in science and some of it is like not but like there's no way to test a lot of it like there's no way i mean there's there's people who have like i said dedicated their life to inventing math and equations that try to support this behavior and i think neil tyson degrassi said that well it wasn't him specifically he was interviewing a bunch of other really smart people. Uh, one of them happened to be Asian with long white hair, like down to his shoulders. And I can't remember his name, but he was he was pretty smart scientist, dude. And um, he uh, scientist. I think they said the only way that we could potentially go back in time is we would have to be able to harness. Um, negative energy because the flow of time is positive it's perpetual it's perpetually everything we are surrounded by right now is positive it is not you know it's good it's, vibes it's, not bad it's, vibes it's, it's, it's matter we live in a world filled with matter we're matter we're just a clump of cells walking around in fat suits Okay, that's what humanity is. And dark matter, matter that we can't see, but we theorize is the matter that is the void and the stars, you know. That's what they use to power their spaceships in Futurama. Yeah. What's that black stuff in between all the different stars? They call that dark matter. It's literally nothing, but it's there because there's echoes and radiation and things that we can instruments that we can use to detect something is there but we can't see it 
So therefore, it has because, to be. Yeah, the the waves have to pass through something. They. Yeah. So something exists there. So they call that antimatter or dark matter or negative energy, whatever you want to call it. But we'd have to be able to harness so much of that that the negative energy now has given us the ability to travel back in time negatively, as in I'm not smart. I just heard about it. It's really it. Yeah. That's (laughs) I just I saw this on in the TikTok comments. <laughs> no, unfortunately, this was a real conversation that I tried my best to paraphrase what I could remember of it. Um, it's crazy. But for the argument of uh, the subject and for the, you know, the desires and the will of the show, there is a image that I would personally question whether or not it's been doctored of what was it like 1950s era 43 all right world war ii era yes man yeah it was a like a it was a picture of like a crowd on the city street and a guy that appeared to be holding something up to his ear he's not at a phone booth he's nowhere near a phone booth he's just literally like amongst a crowd of people that appears to be holding what people are assuming is a cell phone and are calling him a time traveler. The explanation I found, the only one, like it says, it says, the original uploader was quoted in these stories dismiss, as dismissing the time travel theories, stating that the man in question was probably just rolling a cigarette. Why does he have a cigarette roller up to his face like he's listening to it, though? That's what I don't understand. I don't know anything about old timey ye old cigarette rollers. I like, like the crunchy sound it makes. I could get if he was like looking at it, like it was like this, maybe like like he was looking at the phone. But he maybe like he's pulling a ear. cigarette out of his ear. People used to put things know. behind their ear all the time. <clears throat> My favorite time traveler story is the uh, the hipster at the nineteen forty one bridge opening. Have you seen that one? This mm. this picture right here that you all listeners can't see, but uh, mm. it depicts as a crowd of people at a bridge opening, and this dude looks like in the middle of the crowd, it's wearing like these funky, modern esque sunglasses, and like it looks like he's wearing a zip like a zip up hoodie, like a thin Nike zip up hoodie, with a shirt that has a big M on it, and uh, he just does not look like everybody else is wearing the suits and the fedoras and the stripes and the checkers. It's not time period uh, appropriate, so to say. Yeah. But uh, this was debunked also because like it's photographed from 1941, the reopening of the South Fork Bridge and Gold Bridge, British Columbia. It's alleged to show time travels claimed as clothing and sunglasses were present or of present day and not the styles worn in the 40s. But then further research suggests that those sunglasses that style first appeared in the 20s. Looks like he's wearing a printed t-shirt, but it's actually supposedly a sweater with a a sewn-in emblem, the kind often worn by like sports teams of the period. If you can think of like an old school football jersey, like that's stitched in W or whatever in front of it. So they're saying it's from the Montreal Maroons ice hockey team from that era. And then the jacket is just a jacket, I guess. But it looks sus. It looks like 
Yeah, I mean, when when everyone else is wearing fedoras and suits, you kind of stick out like a sore thumb in the scenario. You know, fashion is like, is very uh, fluid, I should say. And just because there is a like overarching fashion, you know, what's in fashion, like right now, nowadays, for the last probably 15 years, it's been perfectly acceptable to wear a pair of tennis shoes, uh, maybe some jeans or khakis, and some form of a shirt, whether it be a t-shirt or a polo or a button-down. I mean, everyone is pretty much looking the same, but you always have the oddballs out, right? You have some people who never let go of their jinkos and or their, you know, their chain pants, or they want to dress up like, you know, a goth or an emo because it helps them stick out. Uh, this, you know, this guy could have just been some really athletic dude who was amongst a bunch of, you know, standard day, you know, run-of-the-mill people who abided by the fashion that was in at the time. It's not rocket science. Um... I think we might have discussed it, but some people think that D.B. Cooper is a time traveler, and that's how yes. he escaped, is he just traveled yeah. back in time after he got the money that he needed. Yep. Which is really funny. <laughs> Someone explained inflation really well in a video the other day that I was listening to. It's kind of off topic, but kind of on topic, because it's still dealing with time. It's just a difference in value of the dollar and he he made he made it make sense in the regard that like back in the 70s or whatever you know you were paying 32 cents a gallon for gas back then but the average take-home salary was like or the average hourly pay was like ten dollars an hour or something like so most people didn't make that though and i might have the numbers wrong but the point of the matter is is that that's you know you were paying they were paying 32 cents back then but by today's standards we're paying 32 cents the equivalent of that by today's value of the dollar um nothing has changed but the value of the dollar right 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 but uh, my old boss, John, I think I think I've talked about this. When he first got hired on, he was making five thirty-eight, let's say, right? Yeah. And like now he's making say twenty-two. We like via inflation, he is like making he has less buying power now than what he did when he started. Yeah, like when when he was making. The five dollars an hour. That five dollars went farther in that economy than his twenty-one, uh, twenty-two dollars goes now in our this economy, which yeah. is crazy to me. And he was just like, "Damn, that sucks. I should ask for more money." And then never talked about it again. <laughs> me, I would be getting that money. I would be like, "Look at this. Look at this. You guys are paying me less." Yeah, I mean, yeah, the dollar has depreciated while inflation has raised. That's definitely the case, right? I was I I took a gamble man and I put the fucking unleaded 88 fucking sheets $1.99 gas in my tank this week 
And it blew up. They say cars 2001 and newer. I drive a 2005 PT Cruiser, so I mean, it, you know. That bad. I guess it can't be that bad, yeah. Exactly. You could always just try and sue them if your car breaks down. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think gas stations protect themselves in that regard. It'd be like probably. me putting diesel like a... in a non-diesel vehicle and then like trying to sue them because their diesel fuel broke my car. Well, I didn't put the car. I feel like that happened, and that's why the diesel pumps are now bigger than the normal pump. Probably. Um, that's really funny though. There's probably like fine print somewhere on the gas pump that nobody's ever read. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> down near the curb. You got to get down yeah, on your you knees. You say right here by using this pump, you agree to these yeah. terms and conditions. That's funny. Uh, the last story I want to talk about is this: the hip, hot, new. Obsessed in the, the true crime. We I don't know. I don't really like doing like a lot of like active true crime because you know stuff's still happening and all that. But have you heard of this quadruple homicide in Idaho that happened recently? Yeah, I mean, I just what you shared with just me you earlier. just heard about it. Yeah. Happened in Moscow, Idaho, which is apparently the town that the University of Idaho is located in. I don't know much about that, but uh. It was in a part of town that's majority student housing. The police are saying it's a targeted killing. Uh, but there were four students that were killed. Uh, Madison Mogan, Kaylee Gonclaves, Senior Cordell, and Ethan Chaplin. They're all stabbed with a large knife. The police have three areas that they're searching through. No suspect. Uh, what's weird about it, the people are like, like, apparently this stuff doesn't happen here. Like, ever. You know, of course. Um, but what's weird about it is the house layout, because there were six people in the home and only four of the six were killed. And another weird thing that happened was the 911 call was originally for a unconscious person and not like a quadruple homicide. And people don't like that in the public. But to me, how I, how I kind of make, make sense to me is like what I've heard is that the house was a known party house, so a lot of people had the code, like the door code, the garage code, or whatever, to get into the house. Yeah. All right, it was a targeted attack. If, if the police think it's a targeted attack, it would make sense that they didn't kill everybody in the house if they weren't ever after the other two roommates for some reason. Or if it was some sort of altercation, maybe those two roommates, I believe they were already in bed by the time the stabbing was believed to take place, which was at like between one and three in the morning, I forget. It was one of those two. And then the the call for the unconscious person, people are like, that's suspicious. How do you not know it's a quadruple homicide? But apparently these people were all killed in their bedrooms and the doors were locked. So how that plays out in my head is you're trying to wake your roommate up. They're not answering the door. You're banging on the door for hours. What are you going to do? You're probably going to call the police, right? Yeah. For a welfare check. So you would call and be like, you would say, they haven't released a 911 call either. Uh, they are like, I listened to a press conference and I'll get into that in a second. But they, you know, you'd call and say, I'm not going to roommate's store. They're not, they're not answering or whatever. Uh, so people were mad about that. People were mad about the crime scene has expanded three times, apparently. And I listened to this press conference and like, well, I am big on the whole like, you know, FOIPA, like the public should know what's going on and all that. Like, 
active police investigations, they're not going to tell you a lot. Yeah. And people were asking for like specifics. And I heard these officers say, oh, we can't talk about that. It's part of the investigation, like 10 times in this 20 minute press conference. And it was, it was just weird. I've never like listened to a press conference like that. And people were asking like such specific things of like, one of them was, why did the search area expand? Aren't you guys worried about all the tire tracks coming in now the house disturbing the crime scene? Like they didn't do what they need to do to the scene before they allow people to come in and out. And then they were asking, like some lady asked if they ruled out that the stabber wasn't the, the perpetrator wasn't a, was a woman or not. And like somebody else asked if like, uh, apparently there was some man in some video footage that was seen that the internet was like, this has to be the guy. So the police had to come out and be like, it is not the guy in the footage. And like, it was just, it was just weird, super weird. How, how they were doing that and what they were asking and people, they were like almost like I don't know getting upset and frustrated about it and it's like they're I don't know it's an active investigation they're not gonna tell what they know because no apparently the FBI is there there's something like 300 officers actively working between state local and federal and they even have the behavioral analysis unit working the case so some people are thinking it might be a serial killer type. So I'm going to keep an eye on that because that's super interesting and we can update it when we know more. But it happened six, seven days ago, I think, at this point. The most recent press conference was three days ago. That's what I listened to. So, Wow. Super interesting, huh? I'm a loss for words. It's, uh, I don't know, murder mysteries. They, uh, they're getting tougher as time goes on. This one doesn't sound like the story's all there. It's like someone's covering up for somebody. Definitely. And I think that's part of the reason why uh you know, so little is coming out cuz they're still trying to narrow things down. I want to I want to bring up a surprise thing real quick that we haven't talked about that I'm going to bring up more when it's updated. But uh it's hilarious and it kind of gives me the same vibe of ah, this is, I'm going to butcher the story. I don't have it in front of me. Four dudes. I want to say like on the West coast or something went missing. Right. Uh, turns out they were going to go rob someone. The only way we know this is because their buddy called the police when they went missing and was like, they invited me to go, but I said, no, these grown ass men, it's literally like, I don't know. I'm not, not to like victim blame or make fun of these guys because they are dead, but like, it seems like a movie because they literally, they're like, we're going to go hit a lick big enough for all of us. And they all got on their bicycles and rode off into the sunset. And then they were found like dismembered in a, in a river outside of town. And the only suspect is the owner of the junkyard that butts up against the river and apparently after cooperating with the police this man is now suicidal and missing it just seems so wild uh ready for some assholes you look like a sleepy guy man it is a uh yeah it's a struggling night for you know it's the the ones the first one back is always hard bit of a dumpster fire but yeah no we're we're, we're rolling good i'm I'm ready when you are we just got the one tonight because it was not good pickings. The they quality. were, uh, there was, 
Well, everything problem, on Reddit is just There's so down. many people that just like are like looking for affirmations on there. It's it's this is a really bizarre like out there example, but it's like uh, my mom punched my wife in the face. Am I the asshole for going no contact? Excuse you. And it's it's like of of course you're not the asshole. It's like a bunch of like stupid obvious stuff like that. Yeah. So I have to search really hard to find the assholes who like are assholes. Yeah. Uh, this one is: Am I the asshole for wanting my daughter to meet my girlfriend despite being an absent father? Absolutely hilarious. Abs- oh this has to be fake, right? Good wish. <sighs> Hey, all kind of hard to find unbiased opinions IRL, so I figured I'd turn here. I, 29 male, had kids with my ex-wife, 32 female, 10 years ago. My daughter, my, my daughter, and there's no real way to sugarcoat this, but as soon as she was born, I left. I never ended up seeing her in the hospital as a baby, was never really present in her life at any point, but ended up getting a divorce 11 months later with her mom getting full custody, of course. I married young and it was really stupid. I thought I'd end up being a good dad despite no skills, but got scared that I'd turn out like my dad and chickened out. Not really an excuse, but an explanation, I guess. I paid child support for the first three years, but stopped afterwards. (laughs) 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 I've been speaking with the girl's mother about reconnecting with her, but she thinks it's best I stay out of their lives majorly. But I think making amends is always possible. I'm not sure. (laughs) I just really want to make things right but I will respect their decisions. I've seen her a few times, but her mother says her mother has always introduced me as a friend. She says she will tell her when she's ready. This guy does not type well. It's hard to read. And it's, it's really funny. Did he ever address the age of the kid? Uh, No, he didn't. Okay. I would assume she's between eight and at least 10. He says he had kids 10 years ago. Okay. Um, Maybe that was a subtle way of dropping her age. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, says she'll tell her when she's ready. I've been dating a girl, twenty-eight female, for about ten months, and I really like her. I could think I could definitely see a life for us, and I know that sounds weird, but she's also said the same. I was also speaking to my daughter's mother about meeting this girl, and she says absolutely not, and that's a bad idea. But if I want to reintroduce her into my life, isn't it fair that she gets to see my life too? Am I the asshole for this? Her mother says it's a very bad idea, so it's making me think I am, but I'm I just genuinely cannot see why. Obviously I care for this girl and I'll take care of her life too, but a relationship has to be two sided. I don't think it's out of the question to show her my life too. <laughs> I just feel like I know I just said like they're all really obviously not the asshole, and this guy's very obviously the asshole. Yeah. But it's funny. It's like like delusional almost right like because mm-hmm. <laughs> how i gathered this in my head is this man had kids said nope bye paid child support three years and then completely bounced forever and now he's like hey i want to be a dad kind of let's be friends starts talking to his daughter gets a girlfriend he, he probably only started talking to his daughter because he wants her to meet this girlfriend is my guess yeah, yeah. And he's like, I want you to, it's my, like, she's my daughter. She should see my life, too. If we're going to have a relationship, she should see what my life is like. I don't know, very self-centered and, like, narcissistic and, like, hilarious. I know some people like this, so it's actually really fascinating it's, I feel like it's very common. Yeah. No, it is. It totally is. Um, people 
losing their fathers at a very early age, not even due to, you know, health risks or death or anything, but literally just just cause. from them just saying, I, I'm going to head out. Peace. Yeah, no, fuck this guy. Obviously, the asshole. Uh, I like the top comment. It says, you're the asshole for a few reasons, and it quotes it. I paid child support for three years, but stopped. It says, why? And then it quotes another line that says, but if I want to reintroduce her into my life, isn't it fair that she gets to see my life too? And it says, not if she doesn't even know you're her father and you're not even behaving as her father. Quit being, so, quit being a selfish asshole and leave this poor kid alone. You can't even support her financially, but you want to talk about fairness? Yeah, that about sums it up. Yeah. That's really, really funny. Um, yeah. You got anything else? No, I think we've uh, made a... Uh... A quick but strong comeback tonight. Very, so it's I'm a shorty. It's probably going to be an hour or less, but that's okay. Just getting our feet wet, trying to get the consistency back. Uh, thanks for everyone who checked us out over the past two weeks. We've actually had a decent amount of listens and stuff like that. So I've kind of felt bad about not posting, but like, it's pretty cool. Like that, that's happening. So if you like it, you know, share it with your friends, share it with somebody, tell somebody about us. That really helps. Check out the socials on Wise Analysis Pod. We have a Facebook group, a Facebook page, a Twitter. That's about it. I think it. it would go without saying that this podcast is NSFW. We should make an OnlyFans. I'm yeah. just saying it's not safe for work. That's all I'm saying. Don't put it on the Bluetooth speaker in the office. <laughs> yeah, Put right. your headphones on. Um, Alrighty. Fuck it. Thanks for listening. Bye. Rock on.